Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken from Aftershocks reminding you that if you want to see the interviews, see the artists, and see Matt and I ramble on with the artists, subscribe to us on YouTube. Just go to the link bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash AftershocksPod1, the number one. So bit.ly slash AftershocksPod1. And you can subscribe and see all of our videos in this video cast. We can start this up here and get our first guest on here tonight. And let's welcome uh, vocalist Victor from... That's interesting what you guys call yourself. Your twisted hardcore outfit eyes is what it <laughs> says on the press release. So what's going on, Victor? How you doing? Thanks for coming. You're coming to us from Copenhagen. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, I mean, first off, before uh, – thanks you know, thanks for coming on. I know it's really late there uh, in it Denmark. late, yeah. Yeah, man. So appreciate you, you know, staying up and coming on with us today. Um, first off, just, you know, quickly, how, how are you, uh, you know, and the rest of the band doing – uh, with the pandemic over there in, in Denmark, both you know personally and musically, I mean, is there any positive movement in terms of when we you might see possibly live music returning, maybe in the next six months or so? Any any movement going on over there? Yeah, definitely. Like we okay. are actually starting to have some shows uh, okay. around, but it's uh, you know all seated shows with the uh, heavy mm. restrictions. But okay. it's it's better than nothing, I guess. Like smaller venues are still not going to be a thing for at least the next six months or so. But like larger venues are starting to reach out to more local, smaller bands okay. and, and doing shows. And it's uh, it's pretty fucking great. There's a lot of uh, backup in like uh, the whole music scene and, and the industry around uh, just bands getting out. Okay, great. Well, that's well, it's great news, man. I mean, it's it sounds like it's getting, you know, we got some of the same stuff over here with some of those drive-in shows, but other than that, we're not seeing much movement just yet. So I'm glad to see that at least other parts of the world there is some movement. Uh, well, you know, once again, let's so let's talk about Eyes and your guys' debut full-length uh, record, Underperformer. I mean, man, what a loud, in-your-face, gut punch of a record this is, man. I mean, me and Chrissy are really both dig this record. Um, you know, and I, I keep reading how you guys are being compared to, you know, a blend of like, you know, uh, bands like Daughters and Converge, which I could totally hear and I get, you know, absolutely. But, you know, you guys, you also, your approach reminds me of a band like, you know, like a band like Unsane, one of these, you know, great noise rock bands mm-hmm. that came out of the, uh, the 90s there on, on Amphetamine Reptile Records back in the 90s. I mean, even the album cover looks like it's kind of right out of that noise rock sort of genre. Um, what were, you know, just, just to get some of your background, you guys' background as a band, what are some of the bands and artists that influenced you to want to create, you know, this type of music and sound? Because it really is, you know, unique and you don't hear too much of, you know, that kind of sound in most of the metal circles out there. Mm, well, it, I think it actually stemmed a lot from, you know, us wanting to get away from uh, a former band. Like all of us used to play in a band called Hexus. Okay. You guys know that it's a it's like a blackened hardcore band uh mm-hmm. but it's like yeah our first record or first ep uh had that really like blackened uh tinge mm-hmm. to it sure. and we kept getting compared back to to what hexes did and okay. we wanted to like move away from that and like get into our own 
and um like all of us listen to a lot uh to idols and also unsane and nothing and uh, stuff like that and okay and it just kind of you know we started the the writing process and and you know kept throwing shit out and it was just like ah oh, this isn't the direction we want to go and then just one song the, the song that became distance our first mm -hmm. single uh it kind of cemented it and then we just rolled from there and uh, it kept on going Oh, very cool, man. Very cool. Well, on underperformer, I did notice it like you just kind of mentioned, it definitely has a bit more, I would say, groove to it than the EP did. Um yeah, that you guys put out a few years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, and like it says in the press release, you know, it is definitely a little bit less brutal because that EP was brutal. That was pretty much the perfect word for that EP. Um, uh, but um, yeah, but still really brutal, obviously. Just, just maybe a little less aggressive, but was the purpose on this record to slow things down? Like, you know, I know you said you wanted to kind of get away from that blackening sound, but it was also, was it to kind of maybe just groove it and slow it a bit down in order for the listeners to sort of be able to maybe digest the songs a bit more rather than being, you know, overwhelmed with all that brutality pretty much? Nah, not really. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> like it's it's, it's <laughs> okay. literally just like the music we wanted to create. It's And it's okay. just like we're such a democratic band in a way. Um okay. Where like everyone has to say like, everything is made in the practice space, like even lyrics, uh, and so it's just all on the spot, and it's just what it came out to be. Like our next record might sound completely different on just a whim, you know. Okay, sure. cool. Now, now, uh, Victor, you know, trying as somebody that is, as I told you before we started, as somebody that is a field musician, and part of the reason I know I'm a field musician is because I think in four four time you know standard song structure which clearly you don't think that way how do you write music that you guys as a band all understand because i could certainly see where you might have these ideas to do this and your guitar player just won't get it because it's so outside of the box do you do you guys have trouble putting it together or does it all just sort of work itself out in the jam room or what? Well, yeah, our songwriting process is uh, a slow and tedious process. Like this record has been on the way for, for two years. Mm -hmm. okay. So it's like, it's all trying and failing and trying and failing. And it's, I think especially me, I have a lot of uh, influences from, uh, from a lot of math core bands and, sure. And also, I do some other stuff with more mathcore influenced. Um, but yeah, it's it's really the, the whole the whole thing you're talking about it being like really complex. And we also got a lot of like those comparisons. And I don't really see it uh, for me. Like this record is pretty straightforward, and it's just blasting away. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, you're what you're doing, it, and and Matt and I might have a little bit of a different taste on it. You know, I, I mean, I certainly understand the you know the comparisons to like a converge or an unsane or whatever, but I think the, listening to the scope of the whole record under performer to me, not in sound, but more in the kind of development of song to song or listening, reminded me a lot of of the Mike Patton stuff of the the you know like a mr bungle or uh or a tomahawk okay. type of a thing again not in style but in 
that it doesn't follow a pattern from song to mm. song to song that it, it kind of, you hear a song and then you go to the next song and it could be so different that it mm. doesn't, it's jarring. It's, you know, it's like, it's like being in a, in a car and getting hit getting in a car crash and the minute you get out of the car, getting hit by another car, you know, it, it, it really just doesn't follow any kind of a standard. Do you, I, I have a feeling that's somewhat purposeful, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely on purpose because, you know, as again, like, you know, we were really stuck in, in, you know, a structure of mm -hmm. uh, writing songs and in, in a, uh, in a particular way. And so every time we, we would have finished a song, we were just like, okay, next one we got to do something completely different and then just try something else and see where it goes and as i said trying and failing i think uh if we had like we like to you know start a song and then actually finish it if it doesn't go anywhere we'll just scrap it right. if we had written like all the songs we started we would probably have ended out with about 40 to 45 <laughs> tracks or something so a lot of stuff has been scrapped along the way sure do you do you find that you end up um do you do you find that you end up starting things on riffs and then and then when it doesn't work out do you keep the riff or do you scrap the whole thing and and move completely on we might take like uh small ideas or details you know we do a lot of the <laughs> like the dumb riffs you know the the wow, 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 right. guitar riffs so we might take a lot of those ideas and and carry them over but yeah it's pr pretty much all scrapped mm -hmm. very cool well victor i mean going back to the just something I, I noticed that caught my eye in the press release and I'll, I'll quote it here it was talking about on the performer about the record it says it's 10 songs showcasing a unique talent for injecting new life into hardcore uh, with a disregardful misuse of the genres, many strains and traits through focused original songwriting. So in essence, what that tells me, and tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but it sounds like, you know, your aim with your sound in a way was sort of also to intentionally, you know, mash up all the different subgenres within the hardcore, you know, realm, I guess, to create what we hear on Underperformer. Because, you know, in my opinion, I mean, due to the, the mixing of all those strains in the end, it really doesn't sound much than like hardcore at all. At least to me, it doesn't. So is that accurate or am I kind of way off on that assessment in your opinion? Uh, it's uh, it's pretty accurate, but uh, the whole motivation for it is, uh, is pretty much a fuck you to the Copenhagen hardcore scene. Okay. Uh, gotcha. okay. <laughs> uh, like we, we fucking love this. Like the Copenhagen hardcore scene is, mm. is fucking awesome. It's okay. really small and really close, but but we just wanted to, you know, there's been, you know, it gets, how can I describe this without pissing off everybody? But, uh, you know, it, it's just uh, gotten to a point where a lot of records have a lot of the same ideas sure. and mm. same aesthetics, same kind of riffs, same kind of influences. And we just wanted to, to get away from that and like, try to stand a bit on our own again mm -hmm. like get away from that uh blackened sound because that's really what's uh what's cooking here in copenhagen a, sure. a lot you know there's fucking i don't know 10 new black metal bands every week at uh -huh. the moment mm -hmm. 
Sure. Well, what's what's been the reaction within the hardcore scene there in, in Copenhagen with your band, especially you know, when you uh, came out with the EP a few years ago? I mean, were they kind of like you guys aren't because, you know, I mean, hardcore, listen, I mean, the hardcore scene is kind of like that here in, in the States, too. It's pretty, um, you know, it's very it's not it's not very open minded. Let's put it that way. You know, there's there's usually a way you do things. and If you go outside those bounds you're kind of like, eh, push to the side or shift to the side. Is that sort of the same way it is in the Copenhagen scene or no? No, I wouldn't say so. It's uh, yeah. also because it's so small. Like, I okay. think audience-wise, along with bands, we're probably max 200 people. Okay. Um, so it's, uh, and it's really, like, it's probably the most inclusive scene uh, okay. around cool. in, in Denmark. Uh, but it's so unknown. Uh, but it, the reaction for the for the EP was really really great, and you know all of us have been in a lot of bands before, so also people know who we are, and we come out with this stuff and got a lot of shows and a lot of hype uh, going on from the from the first EP. But the reaction to the to the full length has just been completely overwhelming. Uh, also because it's going outside the bounds of of the hardcore scene and mm-hmm. a lot into like the broader metal scene and even like the fucking hipster magazines. I think it might be the cover art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be, man. Well, you know, I also really like the lyrical content and the overall, you know, theme of the record, which is essentially it's about the role uh, of becoming an adult and how shitty it can be when you feel like you're working your ass off and you're not getting anywhere, you know, which mm. explains the title Underperformer. And I think that's something that many, many people can, you know, including myself, can either currently relate to or at least in the past at one point in your life have been able to relate to so talk to us a bit about the lyrical content on the record as it relates to yourself personally because it is very deep and intuitive and in order to you know conceive of these ideas i mean the person writing them obviously you, you have to have a, some sort of a personal connection to them when you know you're dealing with one's own you know self-reflection and self-doubt and how they you know perf- you know pretty much judge themselves mm. you know yeah um well it it really yeah of course it's it's from my own personal experience um mm. but it it really stems uh down to uh this might be really fucking deep but it's uh, like it stems from the societal structure uh, we have here in Scandinavia of course we have uh, okay. free education mm-hmm. but it also uh, puts a lot of pressure on you to actually get that education okay. um and um if you don't really follow the societal rules, you are often discarded as, you know, a failure or being useless. Like you shop around for uh, for whatever you want, and and with free education comes option paralysis, and uh, and you know a lot of people my age, a lot of friends I have around, uh, like uh, don't know what what they want to do because like you have all the options in the world but and of course that's really privileged but but if you if you can't find a head or tail in that it's it's a fucking mess and Mm -hmm. like you know i i don't know if you guys heard about it but you know there was this thing that denmark was like the happiest country in the world and a couple of years back and i did remember hearing that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and but we're also the the nation that has uh the most use of uh, antidepressants per capita. Mm. Uh, and I think also because of this um, societal structure with both education and, and work culture, uh, there's a lot of uh, 
stress and anxiety in uh, in our society, sure. and it's just all based on that. Like I'm I'm 27. I yeah. I'm currently doing my my bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. and yeah. finally like doing my bachelor's degree. And but yeah. Yeah, I don't know where, where I'm heading with this, but <laughs> I, I get to me. No, I get to me. An idea, man. I totally understand. Yeah, um, and, and I think you kind of, you know, obviously, what you were just telling us, you probably obviously touched upon, obviously, in the video for Underperformer, which has got to be. I mean, it's a really cool, interesting video. Man. It's got to be the Thank most, you. though, very self-loathing and self-defeating sort of pieces of film I've ever seen, man. But at the <laughs> same time, it's got this humor to it as well. So it's sort of like mm-hmm. contrast itself, which I think is really unique and. uh you know, very creative at the least, man. So explain a bit about how you came up with the concept for that video uh, for the title track, because like I said, it's like humorous and sort of, you know, sad in, in a way at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, actually this video uh, was, uh, it was made on a whim pretty much. Okay. Uh, we, uh, we had a deadline uh, from our label. Like we, <laughs> It was a pretty forgiving deadline, but uh, you know there was one week left, and uh, and we were like, "Fuck, we gotta make the video." And, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, uh, are you guys free on Sunday? Let's meet up on Sunday and just uh, film some shit with uh, some iPhones." And and oh. then I just got the files and started editing it, uh. <laughs> like in whatever order I could I could find, and just mm. trying to make sense of it uh so like the narrative of it like we had like this loose idea and and then it just came about as i as i was editing it um but it is like the whole idea of just you know doing really simple stuff and and just being really bad at it (laughs) (laughs) nice uh Victor, you mentioned how true to life a lot of this stuff is, and you obviously told us, you know, in a lot of detail how true to your life it is. How comfortable is that for you to put to put it out there? And I mean, certainly people are going to have to really dig in to listen to get it, but is it comfortable putting putting that much of your your non rock guy stuff out into the <laughs> public forum so that you know? average people that you don't know can come up to you and say, Hey, aren't you the guy that says, but, 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 whatever it is. Well, yeah, I think it's pretty comfortable. It's like, it's, it's a position I have. And, and I, uh, I think it's a, I think it's an important issue in, in like our culture in, in Scandinavian culture. Sure. And as I said, of course, I know it's, it's a really privileged problem to have, uh, for for our society but it doesn't make it any less true that uh that this is uh, a real thing sure. so yeah very very good well well victor uh the new the new release is called underperformer it is it's out now right it, it came out in september right and yeah, september 25th and and how is it how has it been received how how do, in fact not only how has it been received because i know the, the standard answer is oh it's great blah, blah 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 but how did you expect it to be received because it is so challenging you know musically how did how did you expect it to be received and then how was it received compared to what you were expecting mm, yeah it's i was we were expecting it to be received 
pretty well. Uh, we have been like as and personally, I've been really proud of what we've made, but uh, we would have never guessed that it would actually, you know, go outside from from you know just like hardcore metal circles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's probably not reached that in like critical mass in uh, in like outside of Denmark, but here in Denmark, it, like we've gotten coverage by, you know, like the biggest Nordic music publication and, yeah. and, you know, just them picking up on that. It's, it's, it's just kind of fucking weird. Like all the hipster <laughs> magazines, like <laughs> talking about a fun hardcore band and yeah, it, but it's, it's been great. It's really been great. And yeah, super proud of it. Awesome, man. Well, as we said, the name of the record is underperformer. It is eyes. You can check them out on facebook in the in the scroll you'll see it's facebook.com slash eyes band cph there you go there you go (laughs) (laughs) and and victor man thanks so much for taking a little bit of time and sharing sharing about eyes man definitely cool having you on man yeah thanks for having me yeah thanks for staying up late too and coming yeah no kidding (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go straight to bed or get to sleep man yeah (laughs) are you gonna be able to go to sleep now or do you drink too much coffee uh time will tell probably not <laughs> <laughs> all right brother man all take right victor man take care bud thanks right. bye take care, bud. Take care bud. all right thanks for listening to aftershocks for more episodes go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com visit us on our facebook instagram and twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast and be sure to subscribe listen to and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com. For all comments and questions, please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com. <laughs>